<laughs> I started recording after a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Where I hated my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Smart. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, brother? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I just finished, I just cracked open a new notebook for the show. So I've, I've cleared an entire notebook wow. of show content and I've started a fresh one. I'm excited. Uh, I have the timestamps all ready to go. Uh, a fresh notebook is is big deal for me. I'm a big note taker. I don't know about you, but I got stacks and stacks of notebooks. I can't tell you the last time I've taken a note before oh. the podcast. Wow, my life is all notes. It's and gross. and it's funny because I used to do it all the time, and but like it would never be in a notebook. It would just be like the nearest thing I could write chicken scratch on, right, and right. and that would be it. And um now i just basically wing it like we talk about it but once before the show and then i lock it in and we're ready to go but you you have to do you know now that you do the editing i took more notes when i was editing because of the timestamps and stuff like that sure. so um i can see why notes are are very important oh and i mean the tale of a notebook too i mean i was just gonna say the next the best thing about that is you know when we're long gone and somebody is <laughs> listening to these hundreds of hours of archived content. Yes. I mean, you can sell that notebook for, oh, my uh, God, um, a couple barrels of oil. Uh, at least at least a couple. But it's so funny. Like, every notebook starts off the same way with the best of intentions. And it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so neatly written. That first page is, is – is, and it's just progressively worse yes. as you flip the pages. Like, my la- the last few – uh, you know the last few pages of my last notebook was is impossible to read. Just just reading, just writing in the in the in the corner of my desk and not even looking at the page. Uh, but I like a nice fresh notebook. Like you should see the oh, it's 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 beautiful. I, I can't uh, I can't get too excited about this, but uh, yeah, there it is. There you go. I mean, I, I'm excited that we've done enough shows to fill a whole notebook. Yeah. Yeah, full notebook of uh, of show notes. Um, so yeah, it's a new new book, new page, um, same old show. Uh, <laughs> literally nothing different. Same old show. Yes, same old show. So what have you been up to, man? Uh, nothing. Like you know, I'm just trying to build up my island in Animal Crossing, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much nice. my main focus. Nice. You know, uh, working on the side businesses, you know. Uh, yeah. I, Hustling. I will never have this much time to work on some side hustles than I will right now. And if I don't do take advantage of that, I feel bad. You know what I, I would feel bad. You know what I mean? I, I'm always – like, it, it's crazy how much – like you said, just – you can do so much stuff around the house. Like my house has never been, I wouldn't say more clean, but like just 
like things are in different places now. I'm organized things. Like the the house is you know is in perfect condition, which is very rare. Ours still kids. isn't. Like we prioritize everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like I've learned how to cook a lot of new things, like a lot of baking, a lot of new recipes we're trying out. Like Sunny I started- D and vodka. Yes, Sunny D. That's an old standard. That's uh, <laughs> I found I found Sunny D at the store the other day. I'm like, ooh, uh, let's uh, let's get this one. Man, I haven't had Sunny D. And uh, that's what I was saying forever. Uh, yeah. And it's still, you'll be happy to know, still tastes exactly the same. That's great. Uh, it's still delicious. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm making I'm making bread. I made uh, you know all sorts of all sorts of cool new recipes and um, just there's nothing else to do, man. Like I'm I've so- decided though, like. This this uh, quarantine stuff, you know me, I was traveling a ton. Right. Like, I would travel three nights a week, basically every week. And uh, I don't want to do that anymore. No, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> like, after this, after this is over, like, that's why I'm working on other stuff as much as I am, because it's like, I need to figure out how to do these things for myself and make some sustainable money on my own, uh, because I don't want to go back to it. Like, speaking, you know? speaking of sustainable money, uh, we should give a shout out to our newest. Yes, yes, I was getting there. Oh, perfect. I wasn't sure if you remembered. Yeah. Um, we got a uh, our, our newest patron uh, to the flock. I guess it's a flock. Um, <laughs> I and and you know, just because he's a patron is one thing, but he's been a a huge supporter of the show for a very long time. Just one of one of the great supporters. Yes, um, like probably messages us after every episode. Yep. Uh, in a, in the Telegram to talk about the episode. In, in my heart, he's like one of like five people that actually listens to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so shout out to uh, I, w- I want to say it properly. I don't know if there's another name, but I have it here as as Monster. Or as Munstar, uh, A-Z-Z-M-U-N-S-T-A-R-R. Um, I always a, just call it Ass Monster. Yeah, like Ass Monster, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a monster for ass. Shout out to the Ass Monster. <laughs> Thanks for the support. Oh, I love it. So, yes, welcome. I, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's it's terrific. I can't believe people do this sometimes. So. I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to blow him up too much. Uh, I'm pretty sure he works in a prison. Is that a thing that you've gathered? I believe so. Because he always he frequently talks in the Telegram about how about how he gets the inmates to listen to. The well, show. actually, actually, no. I'm look. I'm just on his uh, Twitter right now. It says in jail. So show me. Don't shank me. So unless he's a prisoner, <laughs> but uh, I, I think funny. he's. Uh, I think I think you're right though. I think he's a, a prison guard or works at a prison of some sort. So shout out to all those wrecked podcast listeners in. Maybe he's in prison and he's the guy that just you know he's. That'd be even monster. cooler if he's the he's prisoner the ass monster. and if like yeah and he's the ass monster and then like you know he's getting other inmates to listen to our show and we've gotten just like so much fucking street cred. Oh my god! If we have, pr- I mean, I. Think think prison cred supersedes street cred yeah like that's what i mean we got if we have prison cred and like 
God forbid one of us ever goes into prison for tax evasion. Well, let's be honest. It's going to be me. Well, it, I might not be for tax evasion, but I'm definitely going to Well, I mean, I just said tax evasion because it's a like it's probably the most likely crypto like crime you could just accidentally commit by being in crypto. Sure. No, I mean, you know, cuz I'm I'm definitely not a uh, criminal by any means. I'm very pretty straight-laced dude and uh, but I feel like I could accidentally go to prison being in crypto somehow. That's you know fair. What I mean? That's a fair statement. So, like if we ever accidentally go to prison and like if i just walked in and somebody's like yo what's your name and i'm like bunch you and they're like oh shit you're like that bunch you like do trump do trump what'd you (laughs) what did you do shank chamber like you finally did it man (laughs) you finally got rid of that motherfucker (laughs) his time was his time was coming so, oh man! So I think we we should absolutely get uh, teardrop tattoos. Uh, I think is the next logical step. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, that's definitely the next logical step. But that's awesome. Anyway, so- shout out for uh, thank you for the support. Anybody else who likes the show and listens, I think what you could, it could be as little as like two dollars, two bucks, man, two I bucks. Mean, we are in trying time, so um, you know, hey, any any little bit helps. Yeah, I mean, look, that stimulus. <laughs> it's stimulating. Oh, man, I saw something the other day that just made me want to puke. It was this pastor in, like, Louisiana or somebody or somewhere uh, or Georgia or somewhere where he is basically telling his uh, oh, no. parishioners that they should donate their checks to the not the church like directly to the pastors and preachers wow <laughs> well i honestly i mean i i pick on church uh church stuff uh, fairly frequently but i mean that's what it's about like i mean that's why they have you know you know donation plates and stuff like that like yeah guys- but the way this guy was doing it was just different like it was he was telling like directly like no shame like directly to himself yeah yeah, like take your stimulus checks and give it to me. Basically, he was saying, and then they they just like roasted him on the news. They're, Good, they're yeah. like you. You just told us that people can't even afford to get to you. They have to take you have to bust them in, and you want them to give their only <laughs> stimulus check to you. And lots of them probably would, which is the sad. Yeah, because you know I mean? like, people are fucking dumb. Well, I don't know what's worse. Is is that worse or? Um, what's his name? Thinking that of uh, twelve hundred dollars will get you about ten weeks worth of uh, worth of life. Oh man, isn't that the elitist? Uh, oh my, <laughs> most elite thing you've ever heard, right? It's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. Did you did you get your? There's stimulus? no way that guy doesn't spell. There's no way that guy doesn't spend uh, twelve hundred dollars a day. <laughs> no shit, twelve hundred dollars a dinner. <laughs> right, like that's what I mean, like. <laughs> We're we're referring to Steve Mnuchin. I thought it was John Oliver, but uh, yeah, Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> he does look like him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, I actually did get a stimulus check, but I wasn't expecting to. I thought because I didn't fall individually, I don't fall in the bracket. So I thought. Oh, I thought everybody I, just got one. No, you had to be in a certain income oh, bracket. Oh, okay. And so it was originally. I thought my wife was only going to get one because she fell in the bracket, and yeah. I I didn't because I I originally saw that because you make it was bank, based on bro. <laughs> 
I, it was originally thought that I let originally said that it would go off your 2018 tax return. So mm-hmm. we did not file jointly then because we weren't gotcha. married. So I thought she was going to get one. I wouldn't. Uh, turns out they went off of our our this year's tax return in which we filed jointly so if you were filing jointly the threshold was much higher right and i think the threshold was like anything under 200 grand so oh my goodness yeah so i got so did you get double like did you get two we got yes oh nice and then if you have kids and you're in that you get like an extra i don't know i feel like five hundred dollars a kid i feel like i've got like I don't know if I got any stimulus checks yet. I think I got a $200 like deposit because my kids weren't in school. Like, because <laughs> it, like it was like a $200 like, hey, get some fucking notepads and pencils and shit. Your daycare fee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's all we've gotten so far. But, um, but whatever. Uh, my wife says, I think our kid, like we get like a, like a baby bonus. Like it's a child tax credit every month. <laughs> yep. Um, apparently that she says that one should be higher like pretty significantly so I don't know we'll see interesting anyway alright well here's what we got going on in the market as of right now we are in the bunch you buy zone for Bitcoin. Uh, we are at $6,843 at time of recording. So we are minus uh, 3.2%, minus 213 bucks in the last 24 hours. Ethereum down uh, 4%. 170 XRP down 3%, 18 cents. Bitcoin Cash down 4%, $220. And Bitcoin SV down 6% at 180. So I will be making a uh, a slight bunch of buy today. Are, are we thinking that like this is going to keep going down or what? I don't know. I think um, if it stays north. Because I want to know if I should deploy the whole stash that's been sitting, accumulating. The, I, think, I think the magic number before, like people were saying that $6,700, like we wouldn't be able to pass through. So now, you know, resistance becomes support. So I think if we're closing above 6700 I think we're good. Um, All right. So maybe I'll deploy half today. Yeah. Half I think of, that's half of what's been match. accumulating. Yeah. Because so, you know, the $20 a day. Last, so currently in my cash app, just waiting for me to buy is $120. So the last time I bought Bitcoin was about a week ago. And uh, so maybe I'll deploy half of it today. And Yeah, I think that's it. fairly safe. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I'm going to do it right now. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Any guess on cash app what $60 worth of Bitcoin gets you? Um, I'm going to say... Point oh oh five five. Oh, higher. Point oh oh eight five five. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Point oh oh eight five five. So you know, almost one percent of a bitcoin. Nice. Yeah. There you go. I now own one percent of a bitcoin. <laughs> that's, that's my whole holdings. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get moving on here, I have another. Uh, I have a. TV recommendation for you. Oh, we've got recommendations. Uh, it is. I've crushed it. Riggedy, riggedy, Rexon. It's wow. Uh, okay, it's six episodes. Okay, can I guess what it's going to be before? You can absolutely guess. Because I've had some people, and I don't know if you've already talked about this or not, but I don't think you have. If so this I'm is fresh, guess this is a fresh piece of media. Yeah, that's what I think. That I, I think I might be getting there, or I think I might have an idea. Okay. 
Um, Let's say, well, guess uh, the platform first, I guess we'll say. Oh, okay. Well, if I get the platform wrong, it's not even... A, I was going to guess Netflix. That is correct. Okay, so uh, I've seen other people talk about this in my personal life lately. Everybody says you got to watch it. I'm going to go with the guess of Unorthodox. Ooh, I don't know what that is. It's not Unorthodox. Okay, okay. Um, it is the uh, miniseries Waco. Oh, I literally just saw this pop up on my Netflix it's fresh. this morning. I think it. I think it, po- I think it. It showed up this weekend, like this past weekend. Is it a documentary? Docu series. Okay, so it is a docu series about. But basically, uh, so uh, it was weird because it shows up as fresh on Netflix, but if you look, it says like 2018. So I'm like, okay, so where was this before it was on Netflix? And apparently it was produced by Paramount, like uh, like basically Paramount's streaming service, which apparently nobody has. And it's basically like half of the cast of Boardwalk Empire. So I don't know if you've ever watched Boardwalk Empire, but it's basically like you'll notice you'll you'll the three main characters are basically the three main character or one, three of the main characters from Boardwalk Empire. Uh, it is phenomenal. Uh, I watched all six episodes in two days. Uh, really? Yeah, it was a three and three. Like it was that good. Wow. But, yeah, that's phenomenal. Uh, I got right into like the '90s. Like that um, chain of events that happened between, I don't know if you're very familiar with it, but like, uh, like Ruby Ridge, Waco, and like the Oklahoma City bombing. There's kind of like a linear line that happens between those three events like that's got, they're kind of connected. Um, and they all happened in the 90s. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's super, it's crazy. Like it's cra- Like the only thing is, is when you're watching it, just considering the environment that we're currently in. Yeah. Like, watching it could create... Pro- like, you'll see what I mean. Like, watching it could create problems in society today. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. It's intense. And, like, like, I don't know about you. Like, I, I was a kid. Obviously, you, we were both kids when, when, this, when this happened. Um, but it was definitely like, oh, this insane person with this cult. And, you know, it, 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 you know it, there's a lot of media narrative and as i got older as you know more documentaries came out and it was just like oh that that media narrative back then was definitely not what actually transpired uh, anyways it's it's fantastic uh, i would give it uh, 4.5 uh, out of out of five what's our do we have a rect amendation scale i think we have a five i think it's is it is Aren't we using the I don't same think one? it's the Stranger scale, is, isn't it? Because isn't Strangers the Netflix show that we based yeah it was, but that's on? a so that's a one. <laughs> we we should really change the other scale. Yeah. So okay. like this would be one Stranger then because stra- or because Stranger you hate it, so it would have to be like reverse. Right. This is good though. This is I I I would say like a like a, a pretty high recommendation on this one. All right, I'm gonna yeah. give it a watch. We uh, we need some new stuff to watch. Very watchable, and uh, like like my wife was not sold on it, and we watched one episode. Uh, and uh, we so I was just gonna say this. My problem is always I I can't convince my wife to originally jump into docu series. Like she doesn't like them, yeah, or like, she thinks she doesn't like them, and right. then yeah. like. So it's got to be a good one, and it's got a hooker. Like, I mean, <laughs> Tiger King, she didn't even want to watch. Right. <laughs> and, like, that's, I mean. <laughs> I would say I was binging this harder than t- even Tiger King. 
Really? To watch three episodes in one night is a big deal. And that's what we were absolutely doing. So, like, she was on the fence about it. We watched the first episode. Because I think we were just going to watch it the night before. And she kind of pulled the plug on it. I'm like, ah. And then the next day I brought it up. I'm like, oh, let's just watch it. I just turned it on. And just kind of like, you know, <laughs> before she could say no. <laughs> just turned it on. And we were watching it. And, I mean, by the end of the first episode, we watched another one. And then we watched another one after that. Like, it was that good. That's awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to have to give that a watch. And uh, do you have any others or is that it? That's it. All right. Nice. So uh, from there, let's get to the news. You got a story for us, brother? I do. Um, This one's a little bit of a racy article. Uh, This is from Cointelegraph. Uh, Sex Tech announces first VR event on blockchain security. Uh, So this is kind of interesting. The VR uh, sex tech event will discuss the blockchain protections uh, that are in place for those sex industry workers and those utilizing sex technology or sex tech uh, as they... uh, Sex tech. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Panelists from sex tech industries will gather in virtual reality uh, on April 23rd to discuss the impact of safety in the sex industry when it comes to the blockchain. Uh, The notice posted to Eventbrite UK says uh, the event will address the way blockchain technology impacts payments towards sex workers, records consent between partners, and documents sexual harassment. Uh, Quote, by design, blockchain is an open and distributed ledger that can record transaction between two parties efficiently and in a verifiable uh, and permanent way. How Anon- how anonymous is our sex history on blockchain? Are we protected? Or as, are we protected as we think? Um, so these bring up a lot of good points here. Featuring Alison Falk, president of uh, Women of Sex Tech, the founder of Cyber Rabbit uh, Ima- uh, Imagination Studios, and uh, a sex and intimacy coach. Uh, she's also a podcast host. Uh, this this lady does a lot of stuff here. Uh, the panel will be hosted uh, on Altspace VR. April 23rd, which is in two days from now, uh, 18.30 BST. I have, was that, Beijing Standard Time? I'm not sure what BST is. (laughs) 18.30, I think, is 5.30 BST. I don't know. I don't know what BST is. So um, I'm going to go with Beijing Standard Time. Uh, I feel good about it. (laughs) Uh, I would probably say that's not it. (laughs) Probably not it. Um, Belarus? uh, I don't know. Um, but yes, 5.30 BST uh, on April 23rd. Um, I think this is interesting. I think um, I think blockchain could serve a little bit of a purpose there in the sex industry, especially, like they said, for payments, uh, secure payments, uh, uh, records of consent, and uh, documentation of sexual harassment. I think those are three. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So interesting stuff. For sure. Uh, I think that would work. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's follow up shortly. Um, All right. What do I got here? Let's see. I have from Coindesk, Bitcoin under pressure after oil prices crash to new record lows. Um, First of all, when did everybody on Twitter become an oil expert? We're experts in everything. I don't know. Holy cow. I mean, all that was on my feed yesterday was oil. Yeah. 
yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, uh, was, uh, it was a big day yesterday. So this is saying here, Bitcoin is looking weak after Monday's big crash in the oil markets. The top cryptocurrency by market value changing hands near 62 or 68.20 at the time of this writing having faced rejection at 7200 yesterday according to coindesk's bitcoin price index bitcoin's fall came as the price of oil popularly known as black gold tanked on oversupply fears notably trading uh, traders fled from the may futures contract on the west texas intermediate or the wti crude the main oil benchmark for north america sending prices below zero for the first time on record uh so this obviously is unprecedented, um, never happened before. And the sell-off has injected uncertainty into the global financial markets. As a result, stocks dropped on Monday with the S&P losing 1.8%. Uh, and the risk of macro environment has begun as again strengthened bearish pressures for Bitcoin. So basically this is saying, hey, you know, the overall price i mean the overall market is going to have a negative effect on bitcoin what do you think about that are you thinking we're correlated are we you know some people like to think we're not correlated but i'm not quite sure what do you think i would say we're moderately uh correlated meaning like uh what we're seeing in the market has a slight impact i would say just on like just the overall sentiment of all markets but i don't think we get the the same crushing downturns as uh, some of the more you know the more traditional markets are getting lately would you would you agree with that i would agree yeah um, so maybe like a partial correlation yeah a semi a semi yeah yes. a semi i think a semi is the appropriate term there um <laughs> yeah it's a semi <laughs> Not a full, not a full on, yeah. not a rager. Not a rage, just, exactly. Not, not a rager. Not a raging correlation, but <laughs> just, just a semi-correlation. Just to say, just to say. <laughs> uh, we're just, we are just something, huh? That's right, we are. That's why we get, that's why we get all these patrons. Uh, yeah, yeah, all two of them. <laughs> Shout out to Ass Monster. <laughs> All right, you got one more? I have one more story here. Um, a Chinese EOS-based wallet app reportedly shuts down, leaving $52 million in user funds inaccessible. That's a lot of, a lot of money. Uh, EOS Ecosystem, a wallet app uh, that has promised high returns for users' EOS deposits, has shut down the platform, and its creators appear to have run away with approximately $52 million in user funds, according to a local report. Uh, on Monday, investors reported being unable to access their accounts via EOS Ecosystem's app. According to Chinese blockchain media outlet Chain News, most of these funds have also been removed from the services account. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> Ever since development studio Block.1 released the open source blockchain software EOS IO in 2018, several firms have carried out investment scams centered around the blockchain's native cryptocurrency EOS. Uh, EOS Vote, EOS Cube, and EOS Fin uh, are examples all reveal themselves to be fraudulent platforms. Uh, Chain News previously reported that EOS Ecosystems 
do not have uh, EOS Node as it claims and has been running a pyramid scheme. Ugh. Uh, in 2019, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> the worst kind of scheme. The worst. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see an upside down funnel. Uh, <laughs> right. But, but I mean, <laughs> but not to a just be a, pyra- a straight up pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, in 2019, the project was sued in local courts in Tangzhou, China, for allegedly carrying out a pyramid scheme involving 33 million EOS tokens. Uh, that was approximately 81 million dollars at the time. So, yeah, EOS, your spot for online or for blockchain uh, Ponzi schemes and pyramid schemes. <laughs> so, Welcome to EOS, the home of blockchain Ponzi schemes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, Check uh, out our unique and individual upside down funnel blockchain. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's t- it's tough out there for EOS. So uh, they've always, I think, I feel like they've been in the news uh, since their inception. There's always been something fishy with them. So, uh, and again, this is not in any way, shape, or form EOS's fault, but it, obviously just people using their blockchain to do some shady shit. Shady, shady shit. Yikes. Anyway, all right, I've got one more here. We've got Chinese tech giant Alibaba's subsidiary launches consortium blockchain platform. What? (laughs) What? Um, So Ant Financial launched its consortium blockchain platform open chain the platform is aimed at helping smes deploy blockchain applications faster and cheaper open chains transaction speed is said to be several times faster than public blockchain platforms like ethereum interesting i'm not sure uh what the benefit of that is though right um he says here that these use cases require not only a trust mechanism among all parties but also high performance consensus algorithms that can complete authentication computation on the fly so um major chinese tech firms have been gearing to launch blockchain platforms earlier this year uh, baidu launched the public beta for its open network blockchain Superchain, uh, and there's been a bunch of others here as well so alibaba and tencent groups in particular are the most active players in the blockchain space uh, last year tencent and its affiliates filed for 718 blockchain patents while the alibaba group filed 470 so uh i think it's a big deal alibaba's you know one of the biggest uh i mean companies really yeah. they're huge so um especially do you, use the, do, you, do you use them much or have you used them no much? i i haven't have you i used to use them all the time i was an early alibaba so uh, i used them supporter. a lot back when i was buying gpus for mining i could I because could they that. had good deals on on gpus and stuff um but i haven't used them since um but who knows uh, uh they're actually great for uh electric guitars and acoustic guitars ah, um, all right. just a couple from there all right but uh i think that's gonna do it for the news we've got uh, a couple more things here we're <laughs> first of all uh, it wouldn't be a week in wrecked podcast if we didn't play defend that tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get out of here. 
so you got two tweets I have here that you need to defend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, uh, from 18 hours ago. Okay. 13 likes, nine comments. Ooh, a lot of comments. <laughs> <laughs> almost ratioed. Yeah, almost ratioed in comments. That's how you know it's a controversial one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a very, it, it's a picture tweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> My kid just ate a bird while playing in the backyard. She's got that dead look in her eyes. Hashtag girls can be serial killers too. <laughs> Defend this fucking tweet. Oh, some great work there by me. Um, so yeah, no, um, I, I received that picture from my wife. Um, I, all I knew is they were playing outside. And, uh, and then that's what she looked like afterwards. I'm like, what did she do? Eat a bird? And it turns out uh, the popsicles that I purchased, um, the... They don't come in pink like most popsicles do. It's it's actually a red, and it's the bloodiest red I've ever seen. Uh, so she, it was in fact actually a popsicle, uh, but it looks absolutely like she just ate a bird. <laughs> so uh, she didn't actually eat a bird. <laughs> no, no, and most people absolutely <laughs> thought that she. Ate I one hundred percent. I thought you were playing along. Uh, no, she, I one hundred percent thought she ate a bird because it's like just the stupid shit that would happen to you. Yeah, like, oh, it is yeah. exactly something that would happen to you like <laughs> oh yeah what'd you do this weekend uh, my daughter devoured a bird in our Jeez. backyard <laughs> didn't even and think twice about it <laughs> my daughter had a my my daughter had a pigeon seance in the backyard yeah <laughs> yeah so it's uh <laughs> It's pretty bad. What uh, were the yeah. replies that you got to that? Because I know I was like, bro, Everybody's she like, ate a bird. What? You need to take her to the fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of that. It was like, what the fuck? It was a lot of uh, it was a lot of people thinking it actually happened. Uh, there was like one person that figured out it was a popsicle. Um, so kudos to you. But uh, it, I think it's because of how the picture looks. She looks guilty. Yes, she, she looks absolutely. like she just did something that she might have gotten in trouble for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like no, no joke. So. Yeah, no, I, I got the picture, and that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, oh, shit, what happened? Um, <laughs> All right, so I got one more tweet for you that's actually going to lead us into the next, or what we're going to do for our draft today. So oh, okay. this, uh, this comes from, um, I believe, Sunday evening. Let me just check here. I lost it for a second. Yeah, uh, yes, four. 19 at 9 29 p.m it got two likes (laughs) (laughs) likes. Uh, watching kobe bryant's muse on hbo tonight (laughs) yeah i sure did um yeah so everybody on sunday night was all horned up for the uh last i think it's called what is it called the last dance um is that what it's called? Last yes, Dance? last yeah. Dance. Uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, or the ninety—I guess the ninety-six Bulls documentary. Ninety-seven, Nin- but yes. ninety-seven, whatever, whatever piece of shit year it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah, I—I I think uh, Jordan obviously is overrated. I think uh, he was a piece of shit, uh, you know, teammate. And I don't want to watch a documentary about him. Um, and I watched a Kobe Bryant documentary, which I'm sure is a million times better. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I hate Michael Jordan, I think is the <laughs> overall, ar- the overarching point on this one. Perfect. So what we're going to do in honor of Michael Jordan and the Last Dance documentary, got everybody talking about 90s basketball. Um, so we're going to draft our 
Um, we are going to draft our dream team of 90s basketball players. Only nope. 90s, right? All right. So what position? We, we got to fill all the positions too, correct? Correct. Yeah, you got to have a starting five. Okay. So what positions do we need? We need, can I go just two guards, two forwards, and a center? Yeah, we'll go all-star rules. Okay. Uh, two guards, two, two forwards, and a center. Okay. So I'll, I'll, give, I'll let you pick first. Ooh. Because I want to see if you're going to do it. I'm definitely not going to do it. You're not uh, going to do I, it. No way. I'm going to take, with my number one overall pick, I'm going to take um, the greatest player of the 90s um, is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, obviously. No, I, just the, I just took the best player of the 90s. I don't, I don't know what else I could have done. <laughs> obviously, because you eventually he eventually becomes a Laker and wins, what, two championships with you? I and I honestly do feel that all being said, I honestly do feel you throw everybody in the conversation, LeBron, Kobe. I think Shaquille O'Neal is the most dominant player ever to play the game of basketball. Wow. Period. I mean, yes, he doesn't have the accolades of, you know, the 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 Michael Jordan MVPs. Like it's a sh- I think he's got like one MVP, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um like he doesn't have like he's got championship. I think he's got five champ four four championships five championships four championships um so he's got championships he's got an mvp but i mean the guy they had to change rule like i mean they changed rules for jordan too but like there are significant rule changes based on shaquille o'neal and i would take him i would take a Shaq prime over probably any other basketball player ever wow all right that's that's high praise yeah all right, and, I, and I'm and I was a Kobe fan, you know, when the the Kobe Shaq split. Like I was on Kobe, on Team Kobe, obviously. Uh, but even tell me I, how my ass tastes. Yeah, exactly. Tell me how my ass tastes. So. <laughs> hey, Kobe! <laughs> what a great line. The yeah. ultimate troll. The ultimate troll. I all right. So I'm. I mean, I'm going to take it. It's there Absolutely. for me. I'm going to take it. Right. It's not against the rules to take him. Michael Jordan. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. All right, I'm taking Jordan. So right. it's my shooting guard. Yeah, you are penciled in. All right, you get another. You get another pick. Oh, another pick. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. You've already picked your center, so I can let my center go until my last pick. Absolutely. So I'm gonna go with. Let's see here. Um, how about? Man, should I just should I just do it? <laughs> Well, you're gonna. I, 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 you could. Should I do it? It's I'm not gonna a do bad it. Idea. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna you take Pippin. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Pippin all over the world. Scotty, two I, two T's and an I and an E. Pippin. All right, that's not a. But you know, hey, can't so argue. Pippin Jordan. He's Calm. my strong forward. So I get two picks now. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna do you one better. I already have Shaq. I'm going to go with the best duo out of the 90s. And I'm going to go John Stockton as my point guard. Oh, I almost I almost took the mailman. And I'm going to take Carl Malone as my power forward. Now, I like already my team's beating you. I mean, it's it's <laughs> devastating. I I'm, uh, I'm going to pick I'm going to be the shooting guard in my team. <laughs> Because I was pretty sick in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go... Okay, so I have... What do I have? I have a strong forward and I have a shooting guard. Yeah. 
So you need a point guard, a power forward, and a center. Oh, man. Like you said, center you can leave to whenever. Yeah, center I can leave to the end because you already have it. Let me go with... Uh, I think I'm going to go for my... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my other guard. I'm going to take my other guard. And I'm going to go... I, I can take a second shooting guard, right? Uh, yeah, you can take two shooting guards, absolutely. I'm going to go with Reggie Miller. Ooh. Yeah, Reggie Miller. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, so now you need a power forward and a center. Uh, or a center. Oh, I forgot I get another pick. Mm-hmm. So my power forward is going to be... I think I'm going to go with the round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. That's nothing wrong with that. So what's my team right now? I got Jordan, Pippen, Barkley, Miller. Yeah, I got to make some good decisions here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, shit. Um... Small forward. And one second here. I, I got to pull. Oh, yeah. I got the heat is I'm on going to now. Google. I'm going the to Google. The heat is on. <laughs> uh, let's go with. And all I have guards. left is a center, huh? So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, baby. Jeez. Oh, it's, not, it's slim pickings. Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan are definitely upper echelon um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with you know what i'm gonna go with um clyde the glide drexler not bad that's a solid pick not bad um for those of you who are and then you're closing out your team yeah, I'm going to close out my team here with the fudge. This one's going to be tougher. I made this one would be a little easier, actually. I'm going to go with. Jeez. Uh, oh, Obviously, Pippin's going to be up there. Oh, you, oh shit, you didn't take him. I, I was getting Reggie Miller confused with him. Easy pick then. Pardon me. My, my, my small forward is going to be none other than Grant Hill. Oh, okay. Good. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So, yeah, I always used to conv- uh, confuse Reggie Miller and Grant Hill as well. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a there's a there's a resemblance there. Yeah. All right. So my last pick, I, I'm torn between two for my center. I in uh, in my opinion, it's an it's an easy call, but I I'm only thinking of one person. So here's why it's not an easy call for me. Uh, because I'm going to go with one I think is is probably, I, I would say, the better player. I'm not sure clearly the better player, but like I would say he's the better player. I would say if you asked almost anybody, he would be chosen before this other person. Uh, the other one that I'm going between is is just childhood favorite. Okay, all right. Because he played for the team I rooted for, and uh, so I was always a big fan. So the second one that I'm talking about would be none other than Patrick Ewing. Um, Nothing wrong with that pick. I'm deciding on whether I want to go 
Patrick Ewing or Hakeem Olajuwon. To me, that's the one. Yeah, and I, I and it's, it's really closer. just it's really just Ewing. it's really just which what do I want to at least take one player that I was in love with in my childhood? It's a conversation. I wasn't thinking Patrick Ewing, but now that you say it, I, I could see there's an argument to be made there. Yeah, I mean, there's probably have a couple a couple others that I could choose. Like you know, the other one that would come to my mind is uh, uh, what. Did, did they call him like Captain America or something? David Robinson. Oh uh, no, he was just the admiral. The admiral, yes, that, yeah. that's what yeah, David Robinson. So he's is a good he's pick. another really good uh, option here for me. Um, I think just sheer voting wise, I think I want to go for the win here, yeah. and I'm going to take Hakeem, the dream. I think I think that's the he was fantastic. So what is our final teams here? Okay, um, your team. Fuck, you got a good team. Uh, Reggie Miller, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Charles Barkley, and Akeem Olajuwon. Oh, my team, Rumble in the Jungle. Your team, touched by your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I would argue that my team is better. Of course you would. You drafted it, <laughs> but it's not for that's not for us to decide. No, um, I would say that John Stockton, Clyde Drexler, Grant Hill, Carl Malone, and Shaquille O'Neal are a better starting five than yours. Um, the only the only one where you win, in my opinion, is obviously Clyde Drexler uh, to Michael Jordan, but I would probably take Grant Hill over Scottie Pippen. I would take Carl Malone over Charles Barkley. I would take Shaq over. Hakeem, and maybe John Stockton, Reggie Miller's a wash. Wow. Okay, you think so, huh? I think so. Maybe, maybe it's a wash between Grant Hill and Scottie Pippen too. I'm actually really excited to put this out for the vote. This is this is this is this is a good. This is as close as it's going to get. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes these these become uh, a little bit of a runaway. I think we're going to have pretty this close. This will be tight. Yeah, I think this will be tight. Um, you know what I'm, what I fear for you is that everybody's just going to see Michael Jordan, of and you and you don't have Michael Jordan. No, I do not. And they're not going to equate Michael Jordan to your first pick, Shaq, and that might put you behind this, the eight as ball. a disadvantage. I'm fine with it. Yeah. That might put you at a disadvantage. But, uh, you know, maybe the strength of the rest of your team will. And and people might see me. Well, I guess you kind of did the same thing. I was going to say people might see me taking Pippen and Jordan as a a cop out. But you did did the same thing with. uh, I did. Yeah, I did sock them alone. Yeah. Um, So, no, that's fair. Cool. Well, that was a fun one. So we'll get that out today also or whenever the podcast drops. And that's going to do it. Anything else for us? Uh, no, I just want to thank um, the Nest Show. I was on uh, their show this weekend uh, with uh, Invest Noir. Um, Ooh, it was a fun show. Talk some shit. What'd you guys talk about? Uh, you know, it was a real, it was a real crypto podcast. They didn't let me. Uh, I, I couldn't mean, stretch my wings the way I wanted to. You mean it wasn't like our garbage that we put no, out? No, I tried to bring day? a little bit into it, but we had fun. It was a, it was a true crypto podcast. So crypto, huh? <laughs> exactly. It was. Uh, but Ben, who is the uh, the host, very good. I was. Uh, I gotta tell you, I was a little outmatched when it came to uh, radio voices. Both Ben. Oh, I and mean, well, I definitely know Noir's. Obviously, Noir. Um, yeah. 
So I had to step up my uh, my storytelling on my comedy uh, chops a little bit, uh, but uh, we had some fun. I think uh, I think we had good positive feedback from everybody there. So um, yeah, just uh, just introduce the uh, the rec podcast to a, a little bit more of a bigger audience. So cool. Uh, hopefully, we see some of those people come over. Awesome, man. Well, that, thank you for having Chamber. We appreciate any time we can get out on other podcasts. And thank you again to our Patreons and our newest member, uh, Assmonster. Assmonster. <laughs> Hope we're giving that prison some, uh, some cred, you know? Absolutely. Teardrop statue incoming. That's right. Uh, and it's not going to be just because we are wrecked on Bitcoin and That's we're right. crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that not what it means? <laughs> yeah, right. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.